Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA Martial Arts, RNA Sports, and the Adventure Begins comics proudly bring to you the rating, undisputed radio tag team champions of the world, Corey, the talent DLG, Woo! and me, the captain, the most electrifying man in all of Conroe Radio. We're Nerd Thug Radio. I, I don't understand. Am I no longer on Conroe Radio? What just happened? Did I lose my job? You're not electrifying. Am I terminated? We drip excellence and we spit fire. <laughs> also, uh, hey Hannibal, guys, it's me, Ned. It's Hannibal Lecter. I've returned what? from the dead. Returned from the dead. It's me, Ned. What an odd intro. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget, you can check us out at NerdThugRadio.com and always interact with us at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. That's right. Check out the Patreon page. We, are, we have a t-shirt of the month club. We come on your radio every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. Am I right about that still? Nailing it. And then we're on Thursdays with Nerd Thug Sports from, what, 2 to 3 p.m.? Nailing I'm it. seeing a trend. And then yeah. Fridays. What, what time do you think? Friday. Nerd Thug Wrestling. 2 to 3 p.m. Oh. Oh, it's at the same time. That's weird. Hmm. I wonder who did that. How did we do that? That's weird. That's very weird. So, guys, how's your week been? Um, pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of been a busy week. It's been a busy week. We yeah. got some fun stuff to announce on Nerd Thug Sports coming this week. Yes, we do. So make sure you check that out. When, check it out when, Wednesday at two, two or three p.m. It's crazy, right? Or the podcast drops at like six oh one, six oh one ish. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was a great. It was a good week. It good was. Week. It was a WrestleMania week. <sighs> it was a fun one. I bought my uh, Avengers Endgame tickets for opening day. Yeah. Pretty. So, so wait, is the, is, is the 26th not Friday? Am I wrong? Like, am I just looking at my calendar confused? Probably, because you're not very smart. That's, I mean, I try to argue that, but me not so Let's smart. Let's take a look. It's probably, what, a Thursday? 26th is a Friday. Okay. Always. So, like, at, they're just, they've just moved midnight premieres into the evening now? So, what they did, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's with, obviously. I guess With so. this movie specifically, it was selling out so fast that now they've added, like, just extra, sh- all, the, all the theaters are like, oh, we're going to add more shows. So, I saw a stat. And it was this movie has already pre-sold more, pre-sold more than Wonder Woman, Aquaman, the last Star Wars, and then there was a fourth movie it named Combined. That's crazy, right? Combined. The new Star Wars trailer just dropped over the week, so we'll talk about that later in the show. Yes, we will. Uh, but yeah, dude, got my tickets going opening day, eight o'clock. Can you imagine, like, got if you out to East County? Like, okay, I mean, I know they're not anymore. I, I know that they're Disney, and so now they're a major studio, but like. For a little while, Marvel was considered an independent, even though they were putting in 150 million, 200 million correct, to make movies. Correct. They were considered. Can you imagine like releasing something and the pre-release becomes like the greatest selling thing ever? Like right. it's not out yet, and you already know you've hit like a million units yeah. or whatever it is. Like, listen, they're not doing this because Disney bought them. No, no, they're doing. I mean, everyone's pumped for this. I just mean like the concept that like okay, we we consider ourselves independent. Right. Like, we That's do, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. they didn't get this big because Disney bought them. Like, right. They were so big. Disney was like, this is you know, step, this just makes this sense. This is Phase Four taking over the universe. Right. So we'll buy them. But yeah, they built this on themselves. That's insane. It's it's just crazy to me. Uh, you know, the exact opposite of this. I saw a great. I, I don't want to. I don't want to say great because I don't want. I don't want people to think that I'm enjoying the failure of someone. It's just a funny story. You are though. Uh, Boosie released an album. Lil Boosie. Three hundred people bought it. Debut day. L I L B O O S I. Lil Boosie and me. Three hundred people. Three hundred people. So he released. Good. So he released a Facebook video, basically yelling at his fans, 
Like, what is y'all's problem? Why haven't y'all bought my album? So, like, you got these weird... You got, like, these weird dichotomies where, like, Little Boosie releases... Gets 300 on opening day, and he's like, what is y'all's problem? And then Marvel's like, our tickets are for sale for things that are happening in two weeks. And, like, you sell a million of them. Yeah. This Definitely. will happen, and, will. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and you're like, "I'll be there." Is, that, Sign me is up. that how you would handle? Like, let's say, let's say we did some sort of like pre-sell or something. In okay, it, in it, like, well, okay, the T-shirt of the month club. We haven't had anybody sign up yet, so right. we still got it up there. We haven't really pushed it, pushed it hard. We've just mentioned it. Ah, but like, let's say it. we were like releasing something, and we're like, "This is like we've invested a bunch of money and time, and we really need it to work." And no one did it, and like, like twelve people I signed mean, up. I mean, if I was on, uh, if I was on, if I was a little boosy, then yeah, because. I mean, he's been successful, and all of a sudden, he's he's not. But is that like, but like is it the I same mean, thing as like Chris Brown like uh, getting mad at a bunch of people when his remember where he was like, if y'all don't start buying my music, I'm gonna have to change my career. I'm gonna have to. Oh, I shouldn't say that. No. Yes. No. Yes. That that's simple. Yeah. I, I mean, if if we you know when we put no if we put our hearts and souls in something and twelve people show up like that's a success, bro. Yeah. Like I'm not. I guess I Those guess twelve who's... people are there to see our hearts and dreams. Right. Exactly. Remember so... last last year we hosted panels at Comic Palooza, which we will be hosting panels at Comic Palooza this year again. That's right. Go to ComicPalooza.com, Buy your tickets. May tenth and eleventh. Eleventh and twelfth. It's, it's Mother's Day weekend. Okay. So May tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. So. Go Friday and Saturday, and then if your mom's nerdy, take her on Sunday. I'm so bad at dates, and I really feel good about nail now. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, when we, we hosted a panel last year, we did a wrestling panel. And I was like, man, if like five or six people show up, this is great. And then like forty five people show up. We had up. such a we like wasn't it okay? Now I've got people like, are you doing this again? Right. So remember yeah. when we were getting ready for that, we were planning it out, and we literally didn't know. Like we were like, we don't know who's going to show. And so for that first that podcasting one on one, we were literally like. About 15 minutes before it starts, we show up and we set up and we're yeah, sitting yeah. there and you and I are kind of like, what if no one comes? And we were like, I don't know. We'll just wait and see. And then like the whole room fills out. Yeah, we're like, whoa. Right. <laughs> oh, geez. People wanted to listen to us. That was a crazy moment. That, that was, was weird. Cool. We'll be hosting that same panel again this year. So, so come on by and come hang out with us. Out. Check us yeah. out. Check out thecomicpalooza.com. Get your tickets now and then uh, you know check that uh, schedule when it comes out and come to our panel. So we got a few minutes here. Uh, Six minutes. You want to talk about our, our, our weekend? Yeah, we had a good weekend, we right? We did, we did. So uh, me and Corey uh, got invited to be in this poker league. It's a very uh, exclusive. It's an exclusive club, anybody can join, hosted <laughs> by the nerd ninja himself from Cox ATA Martial Arts. Uh, he had graciously invited us. So I haven't, when well, me and Mr. Cox went to Vegas together a few weeks ago, about a month ago for, for a tournament, we, one of the things we want to do was play cards together. Right. But then schedules changed, and we drove, and then... He's he such l- a busy person. Well, schedules, you know, schedules changed, we drove, and then he was leaving early. Uh, and we had planned on playing Sunday, but he was leaving Saturday night, so that got so, to yeah, know. Yeah, It's like, hey, dude, like, instead of doing that, let's just have a poker night, man. So I was trying to get, like, a casual poker night going, and... Uh, <laughs> he, he doesn't do casual, He doesn't though. do casual. No, he really and doesn't. And he turned it into, like, a league where he's keeping points. He created a flyer. <laughs> he invited all these people. So I get a Facebook message... Uh, Saturday morning where he's like, hey, you were meant to be in all the group chats, but I didn't have your number, and I just realized that. Here's the flyer. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got this flyer made up with leagues. I didn't even really look at it. I was just I just told him, oh, it sounds interesting. Great. What? Just tell me what time and an address, and I'll be there. And so we get up there, and we, we <laughs> they had made it like an official rules. They had a little program with There's a timer a on a phone. Yeah, they were like getting nuts, and so... The, the moral of the story, though, is we were, without a shadow of a doubt, the funniest two guys in the room. Oh, for sure. We were having we a blast. We had those people laughing. 
So we're just hanging out, playing some cards, cracking jokes about the guy who looked like a Viking. Um, <laughs> you called him so many things. <laughs> like Loki, first, son of Odin. Had, like you had a bunch of Viking puns because you've been watching Vikings for 55 years. So he, he had a shaved head and like a big beard, right? Right. But yeah. he was like smaller than me. He wasn't He was. He was a very slender guy. And so uh, Mr. Cox, his, his uh, cat's name is, what is it? It's um, uh, Khaleesi. Khaleesi, right? Yeah. So it was Game of Thrones. I looked over and I said something. I think I was like, oh, I'm sorry. He's not paying attention. He's too busy fighting the North or something like that. <laughs> and, they're laughing. and then after that, I was like, yeah, I called him Loki and Floki and Odin and Thorn, Thor. And Thornton. And Thornton. <laughs> and then one time his fiance was like, why aren't you helping that other guy deal? I was like, he's too busy building battleships for the Vikings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we it was, it was a really good time. Uh, Caleb's dad wound up winning the whole thing. Yeah. The nerd ninja, Mr. Cox. I he trapped his him so dad. I Listen, Miko, I played... Played perfectly. Uh, that's inaccurate. Played to a T. Here's how you know it's inaccurate. He, he didn't win. Right, right. Uh, no, I even So, I mean, you know. I even trapped his dad at the end when I got knocked out. I was ahead. I'm sorry. Is it a trap if you it's lose? A, wait, lose. Wait, wait. It's a trap. It's a trap. N- Nico, a uh, successful trap, right? Like, it has to succeed it's to like be I a trap. like I set the trap right? and right, got yeah. my foot caught in it. Otherwise, it's not really a trap so much as an accident that you made. Was I not ahead? You were I, ahead in the hand, like statistically. Yeah, I had twenty-four. Yes. He had a twenty-four percent chance to win. Right. I'll take. I'll take that all day long. But but who won the game? Yeah, I mean he got lucky. We talked about this. He was hey, catching cards. Hey, coach. Uh, I Herm, played, Herm Edwards here. Uh, listen, why do we play the game? In the game of poker. Why do we play the game? Wait a minute. How much money did you win? Uh, I broke even for the night. How did you break <laughs> even for the night? I I get a cut of your winnings. That's how that works. So uh, I made money, Nico. <laughs> I turned my little money. It's twenty dollars and eighty. To be fair, we, you, me, and the and the dad were the only three who didn't rebuy. We didn't, and we I didn't run. run out of money until we were well past the rebuy. And so mark. I gave Corey his twenty bucks back because you know we're we're family. We're a team. True. True. We're team right. nerd thug. But yeah, like they all had to rebuy. I mean, a bunch of them rebought twice. <laughs> oh, back <laughs> there, in. there were some reloads there. Um, yeah, Joey. Joey plays very statistically leaned. Um, I so play by makes, the numbers, Nico. Right. Joey plays by the numbers. The and numbers, and then I get a feeling sometimes. Sometimes, uh, and then I play like I'm streaky. I get, I get, I go hot, cold. But like I'll play, I'll play runs. I probably play like the first. You play the first fifteen hands in a yeah, row. Yeah, fifteen or twenty hands. Uh, of course, I won about six or seven of them. So I was sitting really pretty uh, throughout the whole game. Like there was never a time I was down until we were well past all the rebuys and we're in like elimination time, and I. I couldn't remember if I went out fourth or fifth, but it was fifth, huh? Your style is 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 pretty. Um, it's so, fun for small tournaments. It's hard the longer a tournament goes well, to to stay so hot like, like that. If I were you, like you like you said, you played a lot of hands, and then you were up, so you were seeing some hands, right? But then like you would stay on the flop and with nothing, and then try to catch up. It's like okay, well if you missed the flop, then yeah. Go no, away sometimes. And, well, uh, the thing that really made it enticing to keep playing hands, and this is this is a, a both a positive and negative for poker. Is when you know you're playing against bad players, and I and I love the guys, but like we were kind of explaining things as we were going. Yeah, These yeah were there were some two new guys. Two of the guys there really didn't have the poker. Three of them not, didn't really know what they were doing. Right. Uh, so there was a lot. There were a lot of times where it was like, I'm just going to stay in the hand because I don't really think that they have anything. So if I can get them and off you, the hand, but a lot of times those type of players you can't get them. No, off. they don't value fold at all. No, they don't value fold. And so that was. That was sometimes where I would get stuck, where I was like... So, for the future, yeah. what I would say to you is if you get a play like that, and you get up, see some flops, and then if you don't hit, save your money and go away. It really would have been smarter because I would have had a... from a second place finisher. Oh. oh. I, mean, I don't play your style, but... Oh, did he, did he win? 
Did he win? I, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Nico, I, hey, there's hey, point. There's a point board. Nico, I put points on the board. What do we call a second place, Nico? Ask Corey. <laughs> Not first. No, that's no, right. No, that's, first loser. That's, that's la- right. That's last. Second place, place is that's first last place. loser. Let's Congratulations. jump out to a break. You're the runner up. Let's jump out to a break. When we come back, we are going to be interviewing a very interesting person. Ooh, you're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. A sports. Oh, sorry. Right here in Conroe, they're at thirty-five hundred one North Fraser Street. North Fraser thirty-five. They've got sports memorabilia out the wazoo. Any kind of uh, collectible, sports-wise, they've got it. Uh, they've also got some New Era and uh, Mitchell and Ness apparel. So they've got just everything. If you want sports stuff, go see our friends at RNA Sports up in Conroe. Tell them we sent you, and they will give you a twenty percent off a ticketed item. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I promised a special guest, and I deliver on my promises. Wait, wait so Corey DLG, why don't you tell us who it is? <laughs> who delivered there? Uh, this is uh, I delivered. We're here with Michael Teener, and who he, who he is, you guys don't know him yet, but you're going to. This is going to be one of those names to follow over the next few years. He just has a, he has a successful Kickstarter uh, right now, coming up on its final few days. Uh, so I'm going to call him the creator of the Black Jackets on Kickstarter. How are you doing, Michael? Doing great. Uh, is that is that fair? Is that accurate? Did you create it? Co-create it? What's what's the story there? Yeah, um, I, uh, I I came up with the concept, uh, wrote the uh, script, and then um, collaborated with one artist on it, and kind of a small team. That's very awesome. Hey, real quick, Mike, uh, for those who don't know, give us a quick the preview session of what the Black Jackets is. So it's a uh, it's a six issue limited series um, about a fraternal organization of monster hunters. They've been around for a uh, little over a century now, and uh, the story takes place with the fourth generation uh, that were uh, basically kind of thrusted into the role because they're uh, trying to find out uh, what happened to their uh, parents, who were also black jackets uh, that just went missing. So they're assuming the role of monster hunters along the way, trying to uncover, unravel the mystery of their parents' disappearance. Very interesting. Very cool. Um, walk me through like the. Uh, so we we do a lot. We do some like creative stuff here as well. So I kind of I have different stories of how things kind of came to me. Where did you come up with the idea of like the black jackets? Where did that kind of originate for you? You know, I wish I could tell you that it was something really fascinating, but all the best ideas come from me when I'm on the toilet. So. <laughs> no, that's a good idea. Most so, of mine come uh, when I'm in yeah. bed, so similar. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of times what happens is I'll be watching things or reading things and wished that it went in a certain direction, but it didn't. Yes. So a lot yes. of my ideas, my, my ideas always come from trying to fill in the gaps of uh, not getting fulfilled by something that I'm reading or watching and, and pursuing that myself so that I do have that. So, like, you hear, like, a premise for something, and you're like, oh, that's going to be great, and then when you watch it, they kind of go direction A, and you're like, oh, I really thought we were going to 
I thought we were going to do something. Right. Right. Number two. Yeah. So. Right. yeah I, think, I, I think it happens to us all the time, right? Like we'll watch a movie. We felt like it should have went this way, but it didn't. And it, it eats at you, right? And it, then you're debating it with your friends for years. Um, hey, it would have been really cool if they would have done this instead of that. And so um, I wouldn't say that there was any one particular thing that I saw that really spawned the concept of black jackets, but it was just an amalgamation of a lot of different things that I thought would be really cool. And so I just kind of melded those things together and just came up with, uh, obviously, what I have now. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty awesome because, you know, as uh, me and Corey, you know, we kind of cr- uh, consider ourselves creators, I would say. Yeah. Uh, we always bounce ideas off each other. So, like, in today's age when so many of the ideas have kind of been, um, they've been done before. Like, there's not, not a lot of new concepts that come out. So what was the process, you know, like, hey, I want to do something, but I'm going to do it different, like, getting people behind you to make you successful as you have been on the Kickstarter? Uh, so I think passion, definitely, if you're asking, like, how I was able to get other people to kind of follow me on that. Exactly, this, yeah, because, you know, some, some of these concepts have been done over and over again, but this is a project, you know, that's got some similarities, but, you know, I've, I've read a bunch of stuff, and I saw the, the, the Kickstarter. I was like, dude, I'm interested in this. So, like, yeah, what, what's kind of the, the emotion behind getting some similar concept with your thought, you know, done so well through the Kickstarter. So what's funny about it is even you kind of made a comparison to being like the Umbrella Academy. And what's funny about that is I haven't read the Umbrella Academy. Um, I don't, I couldn't tell you really what I pulled it from necessarily. Um, but um, just, uh, I think, um, I hope I'm answering your question here, but I think, you know, for me it was um, just uh, starting off Early on, I wanted to write an ensemble piece. I wanted to have like a team of characters, but I didn't really want to go down the traditional superhero route. So I really started like thinking about um, dynamics in shows or movies that I thought were really attractive. So I always thought about um, Stand By Me. I thought about uh, um, uh, Freaks and Geeks. I always thought about uh, Stranger Things, things of that nature. Uh, That was really the first part of it and then i started to go down that path of well what would be the conflict or what would be the world and start building it around these kids so that really started with the kids and then um started to bridge out from there and then so i started introducing more of the supernatural elements and then i wanted to know more of the history of them um and that's really how i got to that that idea more or less yeah so uh what i've 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 been talking to you now for about a month i feel like if that's pretty fair to say uh and i definitely i in my blog on sports map i uh i i i directed people to go to your kickstarter and donate uh because i i really liked what i saw and, and in theirs where i called it the umbrella academy or like the the next umbrella academy and, and definitely what i meant by that was um for people who have read it or have seen the show and aren't familiar it's got a it's a very stylized concept with a family dynamic, but also it's really got a real kind of like Gerard way really knew precisely what he like was showing you. And that's really the same vibe I got out of your, uh, your preview was that you had a story in mind that you were going for and you had a direction you were going to go and you could see in the preview that this was, this wasn't like, Hey, I've got nine ideas and I really want to do something. This was like, this was a, a story you wanted to tell. Would you say you could see passion in his project? A passion project, maybe? 
Because yes. he said, you know, passion yeah, is what's absolutely. driving this, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> the comeback. project of passion. I should probably say that with you. But, process uh, of passion. It's absolutely Ooh. a passionate project. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, yeah, I, I definitely had um, – it's, it's a story arc with a completion, right? Like there's, there's definitely an end in sight. And uh, there's definitely a world there that I wanted to build and explore more. In fact, I've had a lot of backers uh, message me because uh, one of the rewards is just an illustration of all the kids' parents together uh, as black jackets in their prime. And so that's just a giveaway image um, that I'm giving everybody. And I've had a lot of backers ask me, hey, are we going to learn more about the parents? Are we going to get origin stories of the parents? And that is something that um, I even talked about with the artists and the artists. Uh, is really gung ho about us doing a prequel once we complete the six issue arc, which is awesome because um, you know, like people, they're buying into your project already. They like what you want and they want more. And that's I think what you want. You want people who are going to read it and then be like, "Oh, that was good," and then move on the next. No, you want people who want it now. Want more of this story? Yeah, this is give me more. This is more in games than little Boosie. Yes, yes. <laughs> from from segment yeah. one reference. Yeah. Um, it's awesome, man, because you know a lot of you, you mentioned passion, but really I, I got to give it to you because there's so many people that come up with some kind of ideas, but they never have the passion or believe themselves enough to put it out there to be successful. You've done that; it's grown. We can see it, Corey. You know they can go still. They can write. They got a few days. Yeah. Out. How many? What's when's when's the cutoff? <laughs> You're asking about uh, on Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, how soon? Yes. Oh, yes. Four days. Four days. Oh, come to uh, right now. Yeah. So, so you got, yeah, yeah, you guys got to get out there before uh, Wednesday. Get on there and get your money in there. Um, the project's already funded, and I always talk about that on, on my blog. I try and find ones that are that are going to make or are likely to make. Uh, so this is definitely something that's going to happen, so you get to get in there and enjoy it. Um, so real quick as we're kind of winding down in this segment here, what – um. When, when you start at the process of making a book, and I've done this before, I, I've, I've produced an indie book before, um, had you, have you done one of these before where you've actually gone through the production process and creating the project? Absolutely. So what's funny about this, right, is that I've only been, I've been involved with comics for about four years, but I kind of laid low. I did produce another book called The Dragonfly, and it's got four issues completed. Um I was really trying to learn and understand the process first before I really put myself out there and really kind of stepped up with a lot of confidence behind the product I'm producing. Right. So, right. Um, right. Uh, getting, getting to that point now, you know, it's, uh, my, my, uh, I am 100% confident in, in what I have out there right now. Uh, I feel like I've definitely grown. Um, the, the process itself is, is very simple, very, very um, uh, cut and dry. You know, I, I wrote a script. I revised that a few times. I got a lot of feedback from a lot of people on just the script. Then I wanted to find an artist that would pair well with uh, the story, and that's where I found uh, Francesco Tomaselli. He's a fantastic artist, um, and he was passionate about the book too. So that was really important for me is to find an artist that was just as passionate about telling the story um, because, you know, comics are just such a huge visual medium, you know, the art – should be able to tell a story even without without any text on the page. And no, it's such absolutely, a, absolutely. How many times have I told you, Corey? If I don't like the art, I don't care about the yeah, story. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we've, I mean, I've put some some big name uh, artists or big name writers like in his hands in different graphic novels. Uh, what was it, Sandman? That you yeah, were just I like, just, no, you I couldn't. can't get past the art. So I think art. Yeah, you're right. Art does play a huge part of it. I think you found the guy perfectly to portray your story. Absolutely. Uh, so that, uh, how 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 did that happen? How did you uh, how did you manage to find him? 
it's um it's so um we I, there's a lot of comic book groups on facebook right there's a lot of a lot of indie groups out there that you can um uh, easily join and you can be someone that just kind of watches as other people post um you can um uh see a lot of artists on there that are uh routinely sharing their art and what was funny is i contacted one artist about and he he was busy uh he just he just did not have the time for the project so um through him though he he had made some references to some uh other or ref- and he uh, sent me Francesco Tomaselli, and I uh, pulled him up, looked at his heart, um, his work. I thought he was doing a job with a lot of different pieces. He didn't have a lot of sequ- uh, sequential art. He, it's not that he's made really a lot of comics necessarily. He's still kind of new to that. Um, <coughs> I gave him the script. He read over it, and he told me that uh, uh, about three months out, and I was uh, kind of thinking to myself, well, I want to make it now. <laughs> this is the guy. So, <laughs> so I told him I was like, "Hey, well, when you can, here and there, um, to wait." So that's kind of how that worked out. Is you know, um, uh, when I found the right guy, it was as a matter of you know being patient and uh, making sure that um, we could make the. Don't want to do this with anybody else. Well, that's awesome. Uh, and with that, we're going to jump out to a break. We want to thank Michael Teener for coming on with us. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I'm sitting here with the uh, talent, Corey DLG. Oh, yeah. And you know me, the most electrifying man in Conroe Radio. He's really taken a hold yeah, of that one. Captain Joey Saddle. Sunk his teeth in. He's just, he's just making his title longer until eventually it takes yeah. up 45 seconds. Right. Listen, I drip excellence. I sweat charisma. And me and Corey, we spit fire. We're the, I'm, I'm the most electrifying man. Electric man. Electric man. <laughs> I'll be electric <laughs> man. I can do it better than Jamie Foxx. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Oh, worldwide net. IRLoneStar.com. Check us out at NerdThugRadio.com. We had special guests last segment. It's Michael Teener. It's like Wiener, but with a T. Correct. Uh, so if you it's not spelled that. that way, though. Yeah, weirdo. <laughs> uh, but his his uh, Black Jackets book is really cool, so check it out on the uh, Kickstarter.com, and we're going to put a leak on the Facebook. A leak. A link. A link. A link. But before we do that, Corey DLG, let's talk about our friends over at uh, the Adventure Begins Comics and More. That's right. Get out there to the Adventure Begins on 1488. They got comics, games, and more. They got all kinds of games, and they're doing all kinds of gaming schedules now. Uh, they're, they're, in, they're talking about they're going to start using the Meetup app. I don't Ooh. know if they've started that yet. Uh, but what they are doing... 
is they're go- is they have the schedule board up and they also are posting things. They got Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon going on every other weekend. They're alternating <laughs> each each one. They also have all kinds of uh, demo games that you can do. They've got snacks and drinks there that you can purchase. They've got cosplay crafting going on on uh, on Sundays. Ooh, and cosplay craft. Tuesday they got trivia night. Uh, they got all kinds of different things going on. And then most importantly, as as of right now, they are still giving out that 10% discount. If you sign up for a pull box, uh, that may change here very, very soon, though, because they were only going to do a limited quantity of those. I need to get in there. I keep so, saying it, but I'm going to do it this week. So what's This is the week, boys. So what happens is when you have that pull box, as long as you keep it in good standing and empty it at least once a month, you will receive a 10% discount for the life of the box. It's like 49 cents per book. That did adds up, man. Yeah, it really does. Over time, it does. Uh, so get out there to The Adventure Begins on 1488, where you can enjoy the comic book nerdvana that is The Adventure Begins. So something really nerdy happened this week. Oh. The uh, new teaser trailer, the first one for the uh, new Star Wars film. It's titled, what, uh, Rise of the Skywalker? Uh, yes. 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 Rise of the Skywalker. Skywalker. Um, before we get to the big reveal at the end, Corey DLG, where did you? I, I put it on the Facebook page, so everyone has seen it by now because you know it's the most the, important thing ever. Everyone in the entire world goes to facebook.com backslash Nerd Tech Radio. Yeah, obviously. If, if they don't, um, they're a bunch of losers. Yeah, a bunch of L seven weenies, Evans L seven square. You know. <laughs> Yeah. So, what would you think of the uh, the trailer? Um, no, I, listen. I think it was a really good trailer. Um, Something positive he said about Star Wars, Nico. Oh my gosh! I don't hate Star Wars Influ- as a concept. It's as just a they, man who said he hates Star Wars, liar. No, they just focus on the worst parts about Star Wars. The Skywalker. They're gonna keep doing yes. it. It's called Rise of the Skywalker. And he liked it. Uh, the, no, I like the trailer. Listen, do I, the Walk of Shame, please. I think Ray Skywalker shame. You guys are <laughs> both idiots. Skywalker shame. I think I think Ray is a really good character, but I think that they've they tried to like hint it like, oh, your parents are somebody important, and then the last movie took a huge poop on that and was like, oh, never mind, your parents are irrelevant, you're an orphan, or moving on. is that not accurate because this is Rise of the Skywalker? She's I, a Skywalker. Adoptive I, Skywalker. No, I don't think that's what it is. I honestly think they're... they're I so, wouldn't be opposed to being adopted. I'm a Skywalker. You, sh- you are adopted. I'm a Skywalker no, yeah. smack talker. So I think what this is is the Skywalker is going to be the new Jedi. Like the new order is going to be called the Skywalkers. Skywalker? Because Luke Skywalker, if you remember in the last movie, uh, which wasn't very good. It was awesome. Uh, no, it wasn't. Let me let me just go ahead and break down how terrible it was. They were running out of fuel as though that's a problem in space where there's zero friction, so they should have continued floating when their fuel ran out. There yeah. literally should have been no problem with that. No, no, it, it would have been a problem because the other people have more fuel, which means they could go faster. Then do that in the story because that makes more sense than what they did do, which was as each ship ran out of fuel, it stopped in space. Yeah, I don't know. you got to think a little bit. Use your brain. Corey. You, you mean science, which they failed at? You don't even know. Uh, anyway, science. also the the they can't get over the the light speed destroying an entire fleet. Right, that, was, that was one that was one ship. It was a really cool. It was a really cool shot. Visually, though. it can looked you awesome. Even spell science. Uh, yeah, it's got two X's in it. Uh, and then and it released a rap album in 2017. I am um, correct. <laughs> XX science. Uh, but no. So if you remember in that movie, Mark Hamill, his character Luke Skywalker, was basically saying like the Jedi are part of the problem. So I do think that he's he believed I think that he was trying to instill in Ray the concept that a little bit of a little bit of the light side and a little bit of the dark side can work together. If you really think about the Jedi, they're kind of the bad guys on all of this in the sense that they don't like they tell you all emotion leads to like yeah, it's, it's all all emotion thing. leads to 
but what is every side. but what does every other hero use as inspiration? Some emotion of some kind, love yeah. or loyalty or something, or but, passion. But in the Jedi, you're supposed to be completely emotionless. Like yeah, you're supposed to be a robot. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. You're supposed to be an Obi Wan Kenobi. But Obi Wan plus, plus they're emotions. supposed to be like morally kind of gray to begin with because they don't deal in absolutes. So there's no absolute evil or not. Right, exactly. So it's it's morally questionable things. Right. So what we're doing right now is circling all the things dumb with Star Wars. I want to point that out to both of you. No, just there's the no. I think the Jedi are great characters. Like no, they're supposed (laughs) to be like the heroes of the story, right? But as we learn more and more, it's like, hey, they're not as great as they really are. But how could they be the heroes if they have no emotion? That doesn't make sense. That's the doesn't make sense to you. No, it doesn't make sense at all. It makes sense to me. It makes sense to Nico. So 66% of the people here right now it does. We're winning. And I just did math. What? I, did you? Yeah, I did. Okay, all right. I did. Is your brain hurt? Are you okay? No, I'm fine. Do you want to talk about it? I don't want to talk about it. I still <laughs> want you to spell science. It's got two X's in it. See? I like that how on the week that we took a picture of the black hole, you guys want to talk about Star Wars. Who cares about the black hole? It's uh, fake. It's <laughs> going to destroy us all. When? <laughs> a billion years from now? I won't even be here. I what kind of weird, like, you're you a think, Jedi. Do you you're think I Jedi. really care what happens in a billion years? I won't even be here. I don't care what happened a billion years ago. I don't care about what happens in a billion years in the future. What if a billion years from now, the K-Clan is in charge of the whole world? I won't be. So who cares? <laughs> wow. Neither wow. will my kids. You could start a dynasty that lasts a billion years. Apparently, Joey's not interested. I haven't met my grandkids yet, so don't know. Right, unless I can travel a billion years into the yeah. future and claim my rightful place right. as the champion of my entire planet. Right, unless they can come up with time travel before I'm 65, could care less. See, why, why 65? Are you going to die 65, then? I don't care. Because oh. he retires after. Yeah. <laughs> He's done. Well, he's retired Dunza. now. Look at him. I'm not retired now. I'm the busiest man in this room. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I not, speak in absolutes. I must be a Jedi. No, no, they, they don't. don't, they don't speak in absolutes. See, I'm an that's a Sith. <laughs> you believe well, I, mean, I do the like. Sith. I do <laughs> that's like. my favorite flowchart ever. I do. It's like, like do you in. have emotion? Yes, no. And yeah. then it's like it all leads to the Sith because at the end it's like this. We don't deal in absolutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah there's no. There's no way in God's green earth I could be a Jedi. That's my point. They're not the heroes. They are the heroes. But I do think that's what Skywalker is trying to get. I think that's what. Ray is going to get rid of, and she's going to name it after Luke Skywalker. Yeah, remember that. Remember that good meme. Not the sacred texts. They're right. all destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> gone, book burning. Done. It's so stupid. All the Jedi's lie within you. So the big reveal at the yes. very end. There was a laugh, a cackle almost, and then it was also revealed this week at Star Wars. What Whatever is it called? It Galaxy or it's a? I don't know. It's their big official convention, and friend of the show Dennis uh, Berger was there. Barger. Bar- I thought it was Burger. I don't know. Dennis Bar- Barger. Dennis Burger was there. Barger. And Burger said that... Uh, it's like Lager, but with a B. No, it was like Burger. And mm. Dennis said that uh, Palpatine showed up at the convention. Yeah, so the guy so. who plays uh, Palpatine, the Emperor, uh, showed up at the end. So. It's treason, then. <laughs> so, Nico, you know a little bit about this, right? Uh, yes. Uh, if he's back, this also means that he didn't die... Um, oh wow, that is great insight. No, but uh, <laughs> that this is a plus. This, this follows <laughs> groundbreaking. groundbreaking. This follows uh, more towards the legends canon, where the emperor didn't die uh, initially, which, and which used, isn't canon, right? And he transferred into different bodies, and eventually had like clone bodies made for him. This is oh this god, great. That so is he would, he so would, stupid. He was so strong in the dark side that he could he could basically like overcome someone's like conscious, <sighs> and then would steal their bodies, and then eventually had clones, and then he used those. And he went on like a reign of terror for like long time before he finally got killed. So they touch on this in Clone Wars a little bit. Yoda actually goes to the planet where Palpatine learned this skill. Ooh, um, neat. 
But I don't remember how the finale, like, Yoda, like, rejects it. I think Yoda was investigating the possibility of maybe being, like, a, a, a Force ghost and living forever. And, uh, Isn't he a Force ghost, though? Uh, but he's, I, a, he's a Force ghost, but he, like... He, he only shows up sometimes. Like, right. he doesn't... He's like, not, like, truly... Right. What he was looking into was, like, literally, like, you, he could hang out in rooms and plan stuff and still exist as an entity. Oh, God, I don't want to do that. No. Yes, I'm in. You do? Sure, why not? Then you would exist forever, and you should care about a billion years. I'd see the world end, and I'd still be there, because I'm a ghost. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be miserable? The world ends, and now you're just floating in the middle of nothing with now ah! no one around you? Oh, I regret everything. I mean, you're uh, a ghost. But I got the force. Just create my own planet. <laughs> that's not what the Recreate force. life. Right, you can fly. Well, you can fly through space with the force. Apparently, yeah, so that's true. Recreate life. Um, but yeah, so I don't. Then I'd be a god. That was investigated in the Clone War stuff. I just don't like the idea of like I don't, I don't understand the point of bringing Palpatine back because like they dropped the ball on the Snope stuff. Did they? Yes, they did. Well, so? if 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 that's if that's the case, then they could say that uh, whatever this 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 Snope was Snope was Snope no or Snope was the Emperor right. or Snope was just, serving the Emperor. Yeah. If, can only be no, no, no. Sith Lord. if Snope was the Emperor and he got tricked by Rey with the little floating sword behind the back thing or by Kylo Ren, that is some weak sauce Emperor stuff. This is a guy who electrocuted the two most powerful Jedis ever, if we remember. And now all of a sudden he gets tricked by two people who are only half. Yeah, this is also the guy powerful. who's legendary for his spin move where he right. torpedoes out at a guy <laughs> right. at Sonic speed. Yeah. I, I, this would be so stupid God, if that was the stuff. case. I love Star Wars. It's the greatest. It doesn't make any it's sense. It's the best anymore. thing in the entire I'm world. I'm just ready for it to be over so we can I stop not, talking about no, the it same. It won't be. There's more coming. I it's just so we can stop talking about the same five people. Like I love the universe. I would there's a video game coming out called Last Jedi that takes place after Order sixty six or the Lost Order Jedi. 66. And so this guy doesn't have an order of Jedi to train him and he's like in the middle ground. Like he was, I guess, an apprentice when everything yeah. happened and now he's in hiding. And that's what the video game's about, is like you take over as him to become the lost Jedi. That's awesome. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Oh, so you do like Jedi's? Neat. I, I, I've never stuttered. I like the universe. I he hate love Star Wars. The, I hate the Skywalker story. The Skywalker smack talkers. Yeah, that's I mean, a good he's one. Done. Yeah, that's a good one. No, it's not. It's it stupid. is the best. All right, we're just about to break. When we come back. Speaking of video games, Nico has something to get off of his chest. We'll talk about that. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Hey, speaking of caps. Why don't you, uh, I'll do it. Okay. Nico, you want to do it? Cox oh, we're talking ATA? about Cox ATA. Yeah, get it, Nico. Well, they got they got a uh, they got two convenient locations. Uh, <laughs> one in Cairo, one in Magnolia. Um, they got all kinds of training. They got Taekwondo, Tai Chi, anything from ages self defense, self defense, ages three to ninety three. Three to ninety three. 
all kinds of uh, different things. Uh, if you want to start your workout program, uh, uh, I mentioned Nerd Thug Radio. You get two free weeks of training. Great head start. Nerd Thug Radio, two weeks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> because at Cox ATA, yeah. we build leaders. We teach life skills. We leave a legacy. And uh, once you get done you know, working out and learning about stuff, uh, Taekwondo-ish, at the uh, Connor locations, just take a hop, skip, and a jump over to our friend Rich at RNA Sports. Oh, take it away. That's right, thirty-five hundred one North Fraser. Uh, RNA Sports has all sorts of uh, sports, memorabilia, sports memorabilia, signed all kinds of things. You're doing like it's like the worst person to bump into in a back alley. Back alley. Or like the, he's, he's like it's like a fake Migos. Type yeah, name. like if like if you had a friend who was having a party and then they invited a bunch of people and one guy just showed up and no one was just like showed up. Who were you here with? That's who. That's that's what he's doing right <laughs> but now. But Rich over at RNA Sports. Yeah, I was going to come Facebook back to it. So get there you? on uh, 3501 North Fraser at RNA Sports. They also are now getting into pop culture. They're going to have a lot of stuff. They also have a lot of wrestling things that you can have signed and hang out with. The one thing you need to make sure to do when you want to want to follow RNA Sports is you've got to go. You got to go to Facebook.com. We link to them all the time. Rich does an excellent job of doing like these auctions and these daily events. And if you're following RNA Sports, you're going to be involved in those and get opportunities to get a lot of really great deals. He does a lot of things like raffles and such where when you're there, you get the opportunity to bid. And so you can only pay, you know, you pay $10, but you might win a signed jersey. Like that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So check out RNA Sports uh, right there at 3501 North Fraser or at. Uh, uh, on Facebook.com. It's RNA Sports Worldwide. There you go. Or you can just find our Facebook page and we tag all yeah, of them. Yeah, we, we link all to of, them all the time. All of our uh, sponsors here at Nerd Thug Radio. Hey, see, remember back in the day when we would do a two-hour show? And Segment 7 was like the least listened to segment of all time. Right. Every week. No one cared right. about Segment 7. So we said, you know what, Nico? You can have Segment 7. We made him come up with his own topics. Next thing you know, it like blew up. Did it? Yeah. Do you mean blew up like we stopped doing it? It was so great that we stopped doing it. <laughs> oh, okay. But, All right, that's fair. Because our shows are short. We have more things to talk about. We were like, about. hey, we're going to cut the second hour because the Nico segment's really weighing yeah, it it's down. It's not carrying <laughs> us. Um, so, Nico, I'm going to give this to you. Let's talk about this video game you got a hold of. Right. So, it's called Sekiro. Uh, Shadows Die Twice. It's by the people who made Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Uh, and it's real hard, and people are complaining about it because it's so difficult. And uh, my personal experience, it's real hard. It's destroying my life. So you are a Dark Souls veteran. Yes. Uh, I have. You you also played the Bloodborne. I did. It's one of my favorite games. And you're gonna you're gonna say that this is harder than those? Oh, it's easily probably the hardest game, if you want to call it a franchise, a franchise by like a mile. It's infinitely harder than either of those games. Probably, I'm gonna say combined. Is it harder than Pac-Man? Uh, uh, you can ask the guy who got like to level like nine billion in Pac-Man. What about Galaga? Do you know that they kicked? Oh, uh, remember the Donkey Kong video they were talking about, where like the guy it was a documentary and the guy set the world record. You know they uh they they barred him. They say that the video he submitted was doctored. Ooh. And then, yeah. like the referee that he used to legitimize things was on the take, apparently. Nice. Yes. And so they both got like banned from. Yeah, because he also he uh, so like he also I think had other cheating scandals, other games. Yeah, there were lots of people who who, who, who cheated like, with gaming. So like people cheat on anything, man. People do cheat on anything. Anytime it, there's always somebody looking to take a shortcut for quote unquote fame. And this guy, you're right. There was some things in his past where some people were like, yeah, he's had some suspect things come up before. Um, and so, yeah, he's like permanently banned from 
I, I, I'm going to call it competitive arcading. I don't know what you would call it. Uh, speed running, probably. Speed running, yeah. Cause speed it, running. I like to uh, horizontal run. What? Horizontal running. What? You, right, you right, run right. up and down? No, it's horizontal running. You've never seen horizontal running? So you lay on your side. <laughs> yeah, you lay on your side and you kick your legs like you're running. That's You're you, not going. That's not running. That's just yeah. kicking your legs. No, like it's called fool. horizontal running. Who called it that? Pitch perfect. Um, yeah, catch up on your pop culture, you I do, bearded man. I do love Pitch Perfect. Apparently, you don't love it enough because you don't know that scene. Uh, Continue. Get back to the Nico segment. It's much better than you. What? Wow, that's aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to get it back, man. I don't know what's happening here. Me either. You know, they. Uh, it's funny you talk about the what you call what's it called Sekiro? Yeah. Um. So I'm 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 becoming uh, an active Reddit user. You are. You are really taking to the Reddit. I um, I applaud you for that because I tried it and couldn't make it work. For there's myself. a lot of interesting like uh, stories and stuff there. So when I'm doing the daily blog on Sports Map, it really helps kind of make that a little bit easier because there's a lot of content on there for me to find and kind of shark from and, and reference. And uh, they've been talking about this game when it first came out. Like a couple of days after it came out, there was a little bit of a little bit of an uproar. Yeah, an uproar. I don't want to like. I don't want to give it too much strength, but yeah, like, I'm okay with calling it like a, a minor uproar. And the gaming community was like, "Is this game too hard for people with disabilities?" But the people who were saying it weren't the people with disabilities. Um, and I and I'm gonna say this about the disabled community. They don't complain about stuff. Like, I, there's there's very few times if you think about like in the public media, people like the disabled community ever comes forward and is like, "Hey, this isn't right or this isn't fair." And to be clear, they weren't the people doing it. As a matter of fact, Xbox has kind of really gotten behind the disabled community, making a bunch of controllers and stuff specializing for them. I think I think if some people have seen those like Fortnite commercials now where the kids are playing with the special controllers and all that. Uh, but it was almost like the gaming community, I think, was trying to take up for the disabled community, but it kind of just didn't, like, it, it made it worse. It just didn't work. Right. right. Because, like, they don't need, I don't want to say this the wrong way, they don't need people to take up for them. No. Like, they, like, they'll advocate for themselves because yeah. they're people, too. Right. They're people, too. And they're, Nico, that was a great that was save. The, that was the best way to you say that. You just saved Corey's life. Be, well, no, because, like, I... And us getting banned on this show. Right. No, because what I was going to say was, like, they'll come forward when they have an issue. And they have before, and that's why they've had... That's why the changes that need to be made in society have been made. They have their own advocates they and their do. own spokespeople. Exactly. So they don't need somebody else going, oh, this game is so hard that they probably can't play it. And that's kind that of makes what, them sound like a bunch of douchers, right? And that's kind of what was happening there for a second. People were like, "Oh, this game's so hard; it's it's going to be unfair to them." And that uh, that wasn't that's the, unfair. That wasn't the case, though. Like, I I haven't heard their community at all come forward and be like, "This is ridiculous. We can't play this game." Um, what do you think about that? Like, where games are so hard, do you think that's kind of? I think I think especially in a game like Sekiro, where it's it's incredibly difficult. But through no fault of the game's mechanics, it's not impossible to beat. If you're really good at the game, you can beat it okay. easily. I think it's something where it's just going to be a really a big skill gap between people right. and how fast people learn. But if something is so difficult that you don't want to learn it or you don't want to you know, get to it, it's like it's like learning like a sport. Like you're not going to be great at a sport when you start it, and you're not going to be great at every sport, no matter how good you are at certain sports. Right. Uh, now, and you also mentioned this, like the mechanics of this game are just kind of unique. It's not a, yeah, it's not a run th- like so. The, the game Hitman, you can beat it playing ten different ways. Right. Uh, the game Assassin's Creed, you can stealth if you want to, but if you want to fight everybody, you, you can. can. Uh, this game, there's only really one type of way to play it, and it's to be 
strategically minded and and yeah, you have to you have to pick your battles. You have to know your paths. You have to fight. You have to find weaknesses and fight everything. Um, that's it's really that's just your 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 main goal. And so trying to figure out what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do it. And you know, there's there's tons of information online. Again, this is the day of the internet. If you yeah. don't, you you're don't stuck go, on something. You don't have to go to game GameStop and buy a manual anymore. Remember right. those days? Lord. Do you know one time for the game Final Fantasy Tactics, I bought a manual and put it like in like it was falling apart, the spine was. So I put it like in sheet protectors in a binder. I had a binder with like four hundred sheet protectors and all of the pages in it, and then all the printout sheets were in the back. I was more organized for that game than I've ever been for anything in my whole life. Anything. Anything. I don't have another binder anywhere in my whole house. Ever. But I had one for Final Fantasy Tactics. That's crazy. Remember, you see those at the front, right? Yeah. You don't see that anymore because, yeah, it's the day of the internet. Anybody can go. What? Before this, there was like GameFAQs.com. Do you what ever go there? Thing, yeah, I've been yeah. there. Yeah, GameFAQs.com. What other thing yeah. do you think the internet killed? Because uh, the internet killed game guides, right? Yeah, they killed game guides. What else the internet like killed? Now, now you're just going to get an art book. Like, there's no reason. Yeah. I, I don't know. That Overwatch art book I have is gorgeous. I don't know. I that's, not, that. that's what I'm saying. Like, you're just going to get an art book. Yeah. They killed they killed strip clubs. Uh, I mean, they still exist. But, like, not successfully. Like, you don't have to go to the strip club anymore. You can do it in your own home. For the I, same I amount know. of money. Still, there's still an element of fun there. Because it's $9 beer night every night <laughs> at the strip club. That's exciting. Uh, what do you think the internet killed? I mean, a I, lot I was, of things. I like was trying to think of like calculators that aren't scientific. Yeah. Like regular paper maps. Yeah, maps. Maps are now a dead. So thing. the cell phone killed all of that stuff. The cell phone killed a bunch of that too, but the else, but the cell phone with the internet, yeah, like you gotta have the internet. Google Map is what killed maps, right? Oh, Google Maps is great. You know, I was at the gas station the other day, and this lady walked up to me. She was old, older lady. She's like, "How do I get to the main road? I don't know. It's yes. maybe two forty nine. I'm like, "Do you not have a smartphone? Like, kids, get your grandparents a smartphone." That that happened to me the other week, and as I and I gave somebody directions back to the freeway, and as I was walking away, I started thinking, like, "Who doesn't have a phone? How do anymore? they get around ever? I mean, anybody <laughs> can have a phone. Like, like, they're like, look, they sit in the car when someone else goes somewhere, they memorize the roads, and then they drive a, there. They got a key map. They got this big key map they're trying to read. It's like, just get a phone, plug in. Re- you don't have to plug in the address. You could just scroll over and say, "I want to go to Pizza Hut." It'll take you to the nearest one. Like, how do you go? Any, how do you get through anything at this point without without the smartphone? Aid? Right. And saying that isn't that also sort of a disappointment? Like now you can't get through anything in life without the that smartphone. Was, aid. That was down. The, you're done. Yeah. That oh, was God. one of the things. It's like it's like the technology human hybrid. It's like you're there's so many parts of your brain that your phone does for you that you don't need them, so you can focus on other things. So are we getting dumber or smarter? Probably dumber. Like remembering phone numbers. Yeah. But that's useless information. You can put it here. Now you can remember something else. Exactly. Like phone like numbers? really Why arbitrary would, things. Yeah. My memory, my memory is way flooded with card yeah. names and effects. I know more information about baseball players than I do anything else in my life. Right. And wrestlers. With Thanks, that, cell phones. Yeah, thank you, cell phone. With that being said, we're going to jump out. We're going to kill this episode of Nerd Thug Radio. It is over in the books. Count it out. You've been on the Nerd Thug train. Now it's time to get off. For the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, and me, Ned. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel, and check out the Patreon page for the uh, Shirt of the Month Club. Podcast drops at 6.01 p.m. <laughs>